Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So guys, Node.js is branded as the single-threaded, asynchronous, non-blocking JavaScript runtime, right? But we've also been told that that's not entirely true because Node.js does use threads in certain situations. So in this video, I want to kind of demystify this thing a little bit and understand when Node.js is a single-threaded, this event loop that we talked about all the time, and when does it really use threads? And what does that mean for our applications? And can I utilize Node.js threading model if I really understand it? How about we jump into and understand that? So we can start with the event loop real quick. The event loop is literally an infinite loop that runs as long as the process is running. It's a single thread that is literally does multiple checks it checks certain things like let's say there is a compute that needs to be done by node.js i don't know adding two numbers this is a compute right and then this is an execution so it will check hey do i have any compute that i need to execute do i have any function that i need to execute let me execute it and the another thing is part of the compute is essentially sending a request to say hey do is there a request that need to be sent right to to another server and here's the interesting part you can compile that git request the act of compiling that git request putting the parameters building the payload and then sending that payload that's compute that git execute but once you sent that you're effectively done right you're not going to be blocked and waiting for that response from the server. We sent that stuff. We send it. We sent that response. So we need to wait for the server to respond. Meanwhile, Node.js actually sets a callback. Say, okay, when, by the way, when we get a response from this particular function for that particular call, here's a callback and let's put it in this shelf. This is a list of bunch of callbacks. Callbacks from timeouts, uh, set timeout the timeouts call back from functions call back from other operations as well all of them let's set them here okay certain operations not all of them the next thing the event loop goes okay do i have any callback that is ready to be executed did i get a response from this server well no but there is another thing here there is another callback from a timeout that we did there is a timer is this timer already ready for us to be called uh, no, there's like a three more seconds done. Okay, let's move on. Is there any more compute that I have to do? Well, yeah, there is like a, 
some operation that you have to do oh okay let's do that operation okay done so while you're actually computing this that is blocking operation you uh, the single file that's event loop that executing that compute you're going to be blocked so if you're if you have in your code a, a while one while true your node.js is going to stuck forever in the event loop because hey you just hey i'm i'm computing there is nothing asynchronous about this you gave me a compute that happens to be an infinite loop i'm going to be stuck in the infinite loop the main thread the main event loop was going to thread so be careful with your compute that's why people just like hey, hey let's be careful with this event loop thing that how much compute you put down. all right so now we execute this computer we move on and then hey there is another network uh, network request that we need to send uh sure thing let's do it let's do an uh, uh this asynchronous network request send it and then move on right so that's asynchronous non-blocking so there is no blocking in certain situations all right so that's that's essentially the event loop very simple and very elegant we love it absolutely love it but there is this thing obviously guys this design as we talked about imagine we don't have threads imagine just we have only the event loop we're reading from the file we're reading we're doing a lot of queries that is io we're doing a lot of cpu intensive operation not just like out of the box does all this stuff compression encryption this is cpu intensive so they take time to execute it's really hurtful to put this in the event loop because if you put it in the event loop to compress a file then the your beautiful app will suffer if i do a lot of read requests to to the file system or another popular example is dns queries because nodejs is doing dns all the time because you you i don't know you're trying to do a fetch network query you're trying to ping something you're trying to essentially resolve dns whether whether they are packages that you import or there are just things that you actually do that require dns resolution to get the ip address from host names these are expensive we're gonna end up with a lot of callback even if they are asynchronous right we're gonna end up with a lot of callback we don't want to overwhelm the the, the main thread with these kind of operation that's why node.js started using a library called uvlib all right and this is a c library that you can just use it it's just important to start using it it's an application that supports threading and here's what node.js uses for it uses it for two things io intensive operation and cpu intensive operations so let's take an example of io intensive operations so here's the only these four things are the only things that we know of that node.js use the lib uv threading pool with okay and these are dns queries so anytime there is a need to resolve a host name to an ip node.js not gonna use the main loop it's gonna use a thread and it's gonna use basically this lib uv library the built-in library that is being imported to do this resolution another thing is file system anytime you do an asynchronous file system read and mind that i said asynchronous because the built-in file system you can do to both you can do synchronous and and asynchronous 
the synchronous will use the event loop the asynchronous will spin up a thread to do the read so that it's just it's 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 uh, it's it's an own thing it's not bothering essentially it's not bothering thing and it's, it's essentially you can you can spread as, as much as we want right it's not bothering us and the other part is uh, the crypto library the famous crypto library any encryption then it uses the lib uv uh, the uv lib uh, library it uses the threads so crypto encryption uh, hashing all that stuff uses the threads so you can bump up the number of threads that you want to take advantage of that compression the zip library uses uses the thread pool and you can use this environment variable to bump up the thread pool number so that you can take advantage of these if you know you're using them okay that is what i want to talk about here if you just bump up this number and your code doesn't utilize threads then it's useless and that's what i i've been i've been seeing some people make this mistake they say oh i'm just gonna build an http server and my code in the middle they just put their code in the middle say my computer is gonna scale because i'm gonna just bump up my threads to 200 nah nah all right guys that's it for me today i'm gonna see you in the next one hope you enjoy this video i'm gonna see you in the next one you guys stay awesome goodbye